0: Good morning y'all. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. What's up? We missed you. How are you? Welcome back to the Peace Love and Applesauce Podcast. My name is Juan.
1: My name is Abby. And I'm Nina.
0: And we were <laughs> not kidding. Uh she returned Instantly? Immediately? Immediately. Um, She actually bought her equipment (laughs) before she started recording the last episode. So we love these impulsive decisions. I got
2: a little excited. Yeah,
0: we'd like to welcome our new co-host of the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. Quick round of applause for Nina over here. And with this being her... First episode as an official co-host. Going from guest to co-host in one episode's a pretty big step, ma'am.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I like basically to move quick.
1: quick. <laughs> <laughs> Waste no time.
0: With her uh jumping into it, she said she actually had a question she would like to ask us to kind of wrap up the idea of mental health awareness month.
2: Yes, sir. So my question for you two is. Do you feel like you've learned more about yourselves by talking about your mental health on the podcast?
0: I would definitely Mm -hmm. say we learn every day, but Mm. the podcast just kind of enhanced it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like up until obviously you joined, it was just her and I Mm -hmm. up in your room (laughs) on that shitty couch. And we would just talk and vent and just go. And we did it like every single night, no mm-hmm. skipping, mm-hmm. like tired and all. Mm-hmm. So I we think. We would be up
1: there until like midnight every single mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Jeez. Until we finally got into a routine, and now we don't have to do that now. Yeah.
0: It's funny. I was thinking of it while I was going to the bathroom before we started, but Mm -hmm. you and I said the first thing that we didn't want to do was script it, and it was so scripted with how many notes we had. Mm -hmm. We didn't Mm -hmm. actually write out the episodes, but we just had so many
1: goddamn notes. We'll have to show you the notes page. There it is. Honda time.
0: There it is. (laughs) Ooh, they zoomed by. Whoa! <laughs> His head moved way too fast.
2: <laughs> I didn't see a head.
1: The fact that you just called it Honda time because it happens every episode. Mm-hmm. Honda time. Honda time. Ta- we have to stop from now on Ooh, and that's sing
2: what, it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah!
0: Oh. cricket. <laughs> no,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: God, I lost our whole train of thought
1: anyway. We didn't want it scripted,
2: mm-hmm. we, we didn't want script it scripted shit out of it. But
0: all of our notes were so, like we just were thinking all the time, and mm-hmm. it was like I
2: think, I think subconsciously
0: we, it was a way like, oh, we finally get to let this shit out. Mm-hmm. And like,
1: I also think that um, with Mental Health Awareness Month in general, um, there was an episode prior to um, Mental Health Awareness Month, I think it was Mm. Mm people-pleasing. And that was the first episode that we didn't really script anything and didn't like look at notes or anything. We just had a genuine conversation because prior to the episode, we had written notes out, Mm -hmm. but we were both sitting there like, we had stories to tell that we wanted to talk about, but they involved people that were no longer close with. And so we were like, well, what if they know? What if they hear? What if they blah, blah, blah? And then we were like, no, we have to talk about this. This mm-hmm. is what... This is important we, for me. Yeah, this is important for me. Like, fuck whoever thinks that I'm talking about them to talk about them. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this story for me. I mm-hmm. was there. I was present. So then after that episode, which is... One of our most popular ones, right?
0: Yeah, based on the analytics.
1: analytics. Um,
0: Thank you guys, by the way.
1: Yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> oh my God. When we got into how are you doing, mm-hmm. that was just genuine back and forth conversation. And it literally started with.
0: I was just messing around with mm-hmm. the intro. I was like, that's when I was like, how are you doing today, bestie? And she was like, <laughs> Oh, you said something, and I was like, I wasn't talking second. to you.
2: oh Yeah. But nice. then
0: I was like, no, really, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And we just
2: talked. hmm
1: Yeah. And now we have, like, a flow that makes sense, and I think it makes it easy for you to join in because, like, mm-hmm. we're just going off the top, like...
2: Off the dome piece. Off the dome <laughs> piece. But it's
0: also improved, like, our quality of life together as well because now... Like we were talking about the other day, how like we communicate things and just get it over with. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we know we're going to talk about it because you, you were sitting over on the couch and I was like, yeah, old, the old version of us would have been so pouty and mad right now or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you like scrunched everything up. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. And yeah. then Yeah.
1: What um But
0: talking about it.
1: It's such a 360, though, from where we were last year. Because remember how, like, in summer in general, since we're beginning summer, how low of a point Juan specifically was last summer. And I remember you came to stay with us for literally mm-hmm. 99% of the summer. Yeah. And you had that conversation with Juan where you were like, hey, bud, like, I feel like I'm stepping on eggshells with you every time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. And... The fact that the podcast has helped us just get to the context of what the issue is Mm -hmm. immediately. Like, get to the root, shut up, and then we'll get to the emotions afterwards. But Mm -hmm. what is the problem? Yeah, it's
0: like every time it's like, all right, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Like,
1: I'm starting to see
0: signs. Mm -hmm. Just tell me now. Mm
1: -hmm. What's up? Yeah, it's super easy to get to the root of the problem almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also easy to, like, identify my own feelings when I... Start to feel some type of way about whether it's what Juan said to me or a thing that he does or anybody else. I can literally be like, mm, I don't like that. And then immediately after I'm like, I don't like that, I'm like, well, why? And I can self reflect mm-hmm. in that moment because. Rather
0: than just accepting it for what it is. Yeah. And just being like, yeah, I don't well, like that. I don't that. like it.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to feel some type of way about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, reliving all of the stories that we've told so far has made me realize that not everything is about me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Almost nothing is about me, actually. And nothing's about anybody. Like the backhanded things that people say to me or like the eye rolling or whatever whatever other people do to me, whether they're familiar or a stranger, that literally has nothing to do with me. That is them that mm-hmm. is a problem they have within mm-hmm. themselves and retelling these stories have made it very clear that that's something that i've never noticed i always take everything so personal and i don't need to take it personally
2: mm-hmm.
1: is it still hard sometimes absolutely because it's like ooh i didn't like that mm-hmm. but then
0: there are days where i'm like nah i want to be this emotion <laughs> and i refuse to talk about it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, an act of choice at this point. It's, like, yes. I have grown so much that I'm, like, let me bitch a little bit today. Yeah. But within reason. Mm-hmm. There's still boundaries of my own emotion.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking and, like, one of us will get going. And I'm, like, are you saying this to bitch or is this actually, like, mm-hmm. something you need to let out? And, mm-hmm. like, it's, uh being able to just call it out like that and, like, Realize the other person, even if it's like a conversation with you or like mm-hmm. a conversation I have with my coworkers, it's never from a place of like, I'm attacking you for this. It's like, I notice there's a problem. I'm going to ask you the direct question, regardless of how uncomfortable it is, because mm-hmm. we need to get past this in some way, shape, or form. I'm not here to hurt you. In any way, if you need time to talk about it, if you got to wait, if you don't know how to figure out the right words for it, like talk it out with me. Mm. Let's work through this. Mm -hmm. And being on the podcast, I may have said it in like one of our drafts or one of our other just kind of like random talk sessions, but it's like, it's an open journal kind of Mm. like rather than physically journaling. Cause like sometimes like I try to implement it into my routine, but I'm like, I don't really know what to write about, Mm -hmm. like, because I am constantly talking it out. I'm constantly airing everything out now. And, like, I think that is how I leveled up for my Saturday morning videos because it's like, hey, I'm putting out a positive message all the time. And, like, I would would throw bits in there like, hey, your boy's not doing too good, but this is how I overcame it. Mm -hmm. But now it's like on this podcast, I'm talking it out and I'm not trying to force – something just for content Mm
2: -hmm. i'm
0: just like this is actually me talking as if this was just me and abby without a microphone in front of us Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we would have these deep and sometimes like profound breakthrough conversations and i'm like wow i needed to hear that or sometimes like there are certain moments you want to play back again but now we physically have it so it's like I don't know. I feel like this is what I've needed to chill out, comparing it back Mm -hmm. to how you said from the summer.
1: I think I needed to, in terms of, like, talking it out and how you talk a lot, and it's easy for you to do that. For me, it's the polar opposite. I'm—anybody that knows us, like, personally, I'm not the talker. Mm -hmm. Minus you. Literally minus Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Um, Minus Nina and Juan— Anybody else that knows us, I'm not really that much of a talker unless I'm with, like, my family. Um, so this has been, I guess, like, an insecurity to overcome or, like, a throat chakra to open if you mm-hmm. want to get, like, mm-hmm. spiritual about it. Mm-hmm. But I have so such... Si- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to clear your throat and then you had fucking to fucking tweak real quick.
1: That was really funny. Yeah. Um, I have such a hard time. I've always had a hard time speaking up for myself and, like, saying what I really think. And, like, I have such deep and profound words and things to say on the inside, but I've never been able to articulate them. Mm-hmm. So as I have grown, um, especially in the all of the years Juan and I have been together, I look for a lot of, like, words. Like, I have a dictionary app on my phone, and it gives me, like a word of the day so that I can expand my vocabulary so that I can basically say the most profound thing and the least amount of words, mm-hmm. because I don't want to have to stand here and speak. Whereas Juan could go on and on for days. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Whereas, you know how like, you're like, Oh, like the journaling thing is like, you would rather just talk it out. Mm-hmm. It's helped me to, go from journaling to physically saying it because a lot of times like journaling was like a big thing for me from like, I don't know, since I could write sentences until now as an adult. And now that I have this platform to do this, it's really like, hey, bud, you've spent a lot of time doing internal work and like just sitting back and observing, which isn't wrong. But now it's time to like, talk Mm -hmm. and, like, say something. And so this has been, like, really hard to overcome, which is why we had so many notes. You'll have to see it. Like, I'll have to show Mm -hmm. you, like, the notes page that we had.
0: 11 to 12 pages long. And it was only for the first, like, two?
1: Four. The first four episodes. And it has, like, 11 pages. It's an aggressive document. (laughs) It is.
2: (laughs) Document.
1: It is an aggressive document. And... I would go through and edit, edit, edit because I wanted everything to, that I said to be perfect. And like how I just messed up saying so, mm-hmm. that is like such a fear. Like I want to sound intelligent. I want to sound smart to other people. That part. But to you guys, it's like, oh, if I mess up, blah, blah, blah. No big deal. Uh, Whereas to... Anybody that comes across this, I want to sound smart. I want to sound intelligent. I want to sound like a graduated college student. Mm. And if I don't sound like that, I feel inadequate. So this has been like helpful to overcome that and just be like, this is my opinion. This is what I have to say. This I actually have something voice. to say. Yeah, this is my voice. I have something to say. And you're going to listen to me. And people actually enjoy listening to me, which is Weird. Mm-hmm. Because I don't enjoy listening to my own thoughts sometimes. So I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. let's connect. That's so cute. <laughs> let's
2: connect. Yeah.
0: Now, how does it feel for you considering you're just kind of getting
2: started? I was about to say, like, I feel I'm still at that point that kind of you were saying, like, I mean, you saw me editing the me? video. Yes, Abby. Okay. That what Abby was just saying. I forget that because it, it is just a conversation. Yeah. Um. But what you were saying, like you saw me the other day when we were editing the first video I was in or the podcast I was in. You um, we deep in that. I you was were like, I need to it. make this sound right. Because I, 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 I don't feel like I can articulate myself very well. And maybe that is from when I was young and I didn't speak up for myself and I was scared to speak up. I was scared of what other people would think. So I kept everything like inside and I didn't say anything, and when I did say something, it didn't sound right, mm-hmm. or I didn't, I couldn't express myself right, and then I got frustrated because I couldn't express myself mm-hmm. the way I really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like the video, I was trying to make it sound perfect. I was trying to make my so- myself sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I know exactly how to say what I want to say, but I don't and that's okay because I'm still trying to figure it out. was my first, you were telling me after, you both were telling me after, like, it's my first video. You guys were the same when you first recorded your first um, podcast. I keep saying video, but you you know what I mean. Yeah. You kept saying Um, first too. (laughs) First, yeah. But it's just, it's something that I'm still getting used to and like, bringing it back to what you were saying about What Juan was saying about, um, like talking with, about my feelings, like my now how I am now, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that this podcast will, you know, let me grow more in this, in this realm. But I ask like when I'm talking to people now or when they're like talking to me, ranting to me, what have you, I, I directly like to ask, like, do you want advice or do you want me to just listen?
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. I can do either or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I got you on that. Like, my, yeah. my brother was texting me the other day, frustrated. And he was like, I'm, I'm so sorry that I'm, like, spilling this all to you. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, if you need someone to just listen, that's okay. But, but if you want to, like, get down and dirty into why, this, why you're feeling this way, mm-hmm. we can also do that. Like, but I don't do that to myself you were was, gonna get there one was pointing say, at me or
0: do you do that for yourself though i don't do you dump, no it's do not you the vice dump versa on anybody
2: i i do but i never ask for the opposite of why am i why is this happening okay I let's see. get down to the the issue mm-hmm. like yeah you know I,
0: it's that simple though right yeah just asking why
2: Just asking, yeah, because no one also asks me, though. Like, I ask people how they're doing, but no one ever asks me how I'm doing. (laughs) But, like, jokes aside, but, Mm -hmm. like, I'll rant to people and I don't mind complaining. And, like, yeah, there are times that I'm just, like, let me just talk and get it off my chest. And after that, I can release it into the void. Mm -hmm. But there are times that I want, like, someone to be, like, let's get to the point. Let's get to why this is happening, why Mm -hmm. you're feeling this way. Mm Mm-hmm. And like. Hit us with
0: something. Go ahead. Like what? I don't know. How are you?
2: Um, stressed. Why? Work.
0: What's going on with work? <laughs>
1: Juan will get straight to the
2: point. Oh, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> we'll get down to the bottom of this. Get down
2: to the bottom of it. Um, but with work, frustrated and stressed because I am. Doubted for my abilities when I do my work the way it's supposed to be done. I do it right and I do it well. I mm-hmm. do it on time, but because I don't um, overachieve at work, then it's like then you're not then there's no reason for you to be rewarded or given a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. But do you? I'm hold tired of
0: that all day. Like even after you leave work.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Why? Because it's frustrating that I'm tired of jobs acting like I want to be there because I want to be there. I am here because I need to get paid. Facts. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I need to pay my bills. Yeah, would I want a job that I can kind of enjoy? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you ask me to overachieve and do the most and take on everyone else's responsibilities and um, be the best at everything, but not compensate me for it, I'm not going to do it just because I want to do it because I'm loyal to the company. Yeah. I'm here because I want to get paid. I'm not going to do more than what you ask me unless you compensate me for it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they're still trying to word this or not word it, but they're still trying to act as if like, we're family. I'd rather, I don't want it to be fake. Be straight up with me or actually act like this is a family. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: If you want to be a business, be a business. And that's what's the frustrating part is, is that there's always like a, we're family and we care about you, but can you do 20,000 things for me? And we won't give you anything in return. Mm -hmm. And you better have that done by yesterday.
0: So you're feeling overworked and underpaid.
2: And that's corporate America. Mm. And that's on capitalism. And that's on capitalism.
0: So now outside of work, how are you doing? Mm Because that's only about eight hours. One part of my
2: life, yeah. One part of my day. Um. Trying to find the words.
0: Ooh, she's squinting for them. <laughs>
2: <Maybe> <laughs> I squint really hard, they'll fall on the ceiling. You looked
0: at the ceiling, and you're like squinting, like you couldn't read them.
2: Um, I would probably say a little lost. Oh, I feel that. Oh, I feel that. Get <laughs> ready, bitch. One <Juan> just <laughs> sat up. One just All sat up. up.
1: This is his topic. I'm, oh, mm-hmm.
2: this is his topic.
0: <laughs> ha! Continue. I'll just let you talk.
2: He's a guru. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, "Let, let me give me crisscross apple swats." He's about up the start this fucking beach transcending. <laughs> he my knees hurt. That's <laughs> why I'm sitting crisscross. He starts yeah. levitating. He starts hovering <laughs> off the ground, off the couch. I'm like, this is yeah, yeah. Girl <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. god! You're lost. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That was the perfect segue. Come on, guys. Well
0: done. <laughs> well done. Very well done. Well
2: done. Anyway. Ooh. Incredible. Um,
0: where are you trying to go?
2: Um, I'm trying to get to myself.
0: Where are you at?
2: I am... Is there a way to make that question more specific?
0: If you're trying to get to yourself, where do you... How, like, how far away are you from getting to yourself? where are you at in terms of getting hmm. to yourself
2: i f- feel pretty far away like i feel like i i'm far away but i can see myself like i'm i don't want to say within reach cuz mm-hmm. i do feel like i still have a long way to go but i feel like i know that and it's just me getting there and actually doing it like in Full Metal Alchemist when Edward's trying to like reach through the door through the and trying gate to of truth. yes and trying to grab that's how far that's how close I feel mm. but also far away at the same time because he's not able to reach
0: so then are you really lost or do you just not feel like yourself
2: more lost more lost <laughs> but Like I feel like myself, Mm -hmm. like I feel pretty good about where I'm at, but because I, I feel really good about where I'm at, but I feel like I also, it's
0: okay.
2: I don't like, I just.
0: So to help me better understand what you're trying to think, you're lost,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but you feel like. You're lost, and you're saying you're trying to get to yourself. hmm But you already say you feel like yourself. So what self... What part of yourself are you missing? What feel? What is making you feel lost to not...
1: I have a good question. Okay. If you can see yourself, right, that you're looking at yourself, and you're reaching for that other you, what does that other you look like? Because that would be the ideal you, correct? Mm-hmm. So I guess if you could picture the ideal you, whether it's personality traits or a look or anything, like what does that version of you entail? You can think about it. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to. Yeah. yeah. Take my time. I literally just watched a, a video of meditation of this question. Oh.
2: So I was like, oh,
1: I know how to word this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got you on that. Um. I mean, I guess part of it is I still feel like I can't express myself
1: mm-hmm.
2: as this is currently actively happening. Like, I feel these things, but I don't know how and why.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How to express them, one. How to deal with them, two. Mm-hmm. And why it's happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, that person in front of me is sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're self-expressing. Or
1: speaking about the things that they feel in a manner that is freeing, mm-hmm. and they're not like, "Oh, I feel insecure about this." They're just like, "This is who I am. Take it or leave it."
2: Yeah. Okay. Like that whole unapologetically myself. Mm. Like I We've say that. Oh my god, really? Before, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember you saying that one of the one of the episodes. Yeah.
1: Yep. Because I have this issue as well. Oh.
2: We learn something new every day. How similar.
0: (laughs) As cliche as it is, it Mm -hmm. is true, though.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I always say, like, I mean, we just had that whole discussion yesterday about Mm self-expression in the form of what we wear and how we appear, like our Mm -hmm. appearance. Um, And I'm like, yeah, I, I got it all figured out. But the stuff on the inside, I don't. So End sentence.
0: You <laughs> I thought I was like, going to continue. And no, you're good. Stopped. You want to figure out how to identify the things that are going on inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How to handle the things that are going on inside. Mm-hmm. And what was the third thing? So this is going to take some reflection. But do you have any recent scenarios that you've gone through where you feel like you weren't able to understand it, express it, or Kind of deal with the emotions that that scenario had brought on.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely, I, I keep doing that. I would probably, I guess a good example scenario that happened most recently was a situation between my brother and my dad's girlfriend that uh, kind of a, a blow up, if you will, happened um, where there was an argument between those two and it escalated to a point where my dad's girlfriend said something like took a really low blow on my brother mm-hmm. and I was mad about it in the moment Obviously, because like with knowing my brother and the the actual thing that she said to him, it was like that that was a low blow. Like Mm -hmm. that was really messed up Mm
1: -hmm.
2: in the same breath because everyone around me, like on my mom's side, my brother, they were so livid that I felt like I also had to be livid with them and don't get me wrong, like, I was, again, I was mad about the situation, I was mad that she said that, but I didn't, like, even my brother said it just a few days ago, and this is how I felt in the moment that it kind of happened after I did get mad for a hot second, um, my brother was like, I kind of just want it to be over with, like, I kind of just want to move on, because mm-hmm. my mom is very much like, F that, F this. Mm -hmm. and, like, I didn't want to feel that way about it. Yeah, I was frustrated, but because everyone else was feeling such strong emotions, and I just kind of wanted it to be like, yes, I'm mad, and yes, I want to tell my dad's girlfriend that, like, that was messed up. You shouldn't have done that. I'm upset that this happened, and then move on.
0: So you take other people's emotions and add them to your own?
2: Not add them to my own, but I feel like I have to feel what everyone's feeling around me. Why? Because I want to make sure... Not that they feel comfortable, but like that they can have someone...
0: That they see someone cares just as much as they do?
2: Yes, but also that like... Because I don't want to tell that person in the moment and... Maybe I'll ask why again after this. But Mm -hmm. in the moment, like, this person's mad about this thing. And if I'm like, well, you shouldn't be, Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, you don't.
0: You don't want to invalidate anybody's feelings.
2: Yes. But in the process, I'm invalidating my own.
0: Mm-hmm. yes yeah you are y- you are precisely
2: <laughs> we're glad you noticed
0: <laughs> <laughs> why did i
2: steal your thunder <laughs> no
0: that no, no, it's, no, no. Your,
2: you
0: uh,
1: it's actually figure. better you answer it, it. yourself
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, what else from that scenario we see that you've you felt like you had to Push your own emotions away because you felt like it was a bigger deal. But at the same time, your own brother was saying, I want it to be over. So Mm -hmm. that was its own thing. Um, After the fact, how did you deal with it? And what did you feel like you struggled with in that portion of it? Like after things have settled down.
2: Mm -hmm. Again, it's still with my mom, mostly. Like we saw them. On Mother's, my mom just wanted to like vibe on Mother's Day, not go out to like a fancy dinner. We just like went shopping. We went thrift shopping, and then we went to Home Goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw them there, and after we saw them, like it was fine. Like I, I said hi to her, but she. I think she also knows my mom. My my mom, my dad's girlfriend also knows. Like she screwed up because mm-hmm. my dad did talk to her. Like he was very like. Yeah, that was messed up, bro, instead of being like, no, 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 it's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so she knows she messed up, so she stayed back. Like, she was not very interactive with us, Um, but I said hi. I smiled. I was like, um, uh, little wave. Mm-hmm. But then after that situation, take that back up even more just because to add more context. Mm-hmm. My other brother had a baby shower. My other brother and his girlfriend had their baby shower. My dad and my dad's girlfriend also showed up. And when that happened, that was like fresh when it, after the, mm-hmm. the, the whole mm-hmm. blow up happened. So I guess I was a little, still a little annoyed. But again, I felt like I had to act a certain way. So I kind of just like gave a smirk and like turned away from her
1: mm-hmm.
2: instead of still like being a grown-up and being like hi do you know what I mean like a, yeah
1: did you feel I was standoffish for to? no
2: yes okay. I was I felt obligated I was supposed standoffish for no reason like yes mm-hmm. I was mad but again I didn't have to I didn't have to do that
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. so after both of those situations my mom sits on it and like Sorry. the
1: question: Was your mom at the baby shower?
2: Yes. Okay. And both right. in both scenarios, my mom was there. Okay. And in both scenarios, after the situation happened, or not after the situation, after we saw them, and we're like back in the car, or they leave the baby shower because they had to leave early because they had work. Um, my mom like replays the situation, and I'm like, yeah, I just kind of smirked at her and turned away, and she was like. You, really, like, oh my gosh, like, good, good. And I was like, can we stop talking about... Like, she would just keep replaying it and be like, you you like, you didn't even, like, say, good, good, good. Oh, oh, you only smirked at her? Yeah, nice, nice. And I'm like, can we stop talking about this? But I don't say that. Like, I'm over it. Okay. I smirked at her, yeah. I smiled at her because I don't want to alienate her that much. Mm-hmm. And that's what... My brother said, too, after, it was after the Mother's Day scenario. Um, he was like, yeah, I'm kind of like, I kind of just want to move past it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he also was like, yeah, I don't want to make her feel alienated for the rest of her life. If my dad really wants to be with her and he's happy with her, why do I have to act this way? Mm-hmm. So in those scenarios, it is mom... But that's not always the case. This was just that specific scenario. Mm
0: -hmm. I feel you. Gotcha.
2: Like, I felt like I had to Uh, I feel you on a personal level. (laughs) But it's the same way with, like, yes, my mom was a big factor in those situations. But it's with, like, different scenarios as well. I'm like, oh, I have to act this way because that person's acting that way. But in in all honesty, I'm just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care that much about that. Mm -hmm. Like, with negative emotions i mean like yeah when people's like mad at someone i'm like be mad i don't have to be mad for you Uh yeah but i feel like i have to be
0: why what in the people pleasing
2: name (laughs) what in the people
1: pleasing (laughs) shit is this
0: what what makes you feel like you have to join in with someone else in those scenarios When it realistically isn't your problem.
2: Because it's basically, I feel like I'm repeating my answer, but like, it's I don't want to invalidate or make anyone feel uncomfortable or. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean like if that scenario happened again, like you don't show up and you're like, I don't care, but I'm here anyway. Like, that's like, (laughs) yeah. That's different. In the heat of the moment, obviously your emotions take over, but like. On scenarios where you're conscious of like I don't want to continue this. Why do you? I know you said the invalidating thing, but like why? If you know if I'm aware of it, if you're aware of it, why?
2: That's a hard question. I think that's what I'm still trying to figure out. Like I am, I'm, I'm, I do it actively. Mm-hmm. It's that whole, like, yeah, you tell people to do one thing, but you don't do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That's my whole issue. Mm-hmm. And I, I... Yep. It's okay. Can um, I
1: share a personal experience? Yes, Ma'am. I think we have a similar... Help me. Um, <laughs> so I'll use my mom as an example because that's usually who I talk to the mm-hmm. most. Um, my mom has a lot of siblings, So she tends to hold on to negative emotions very often and expresses those negative emotions frequently. Mm -hmm. And so every time I see her, there's something negative to be said. And growing up, my issue was because my issue with people pleasing, especially with my family, is they all have like my parents – they have really big emotions. They're very Type A, aggressive people, um, and not like aggressive isn't violent, just aggressive Type A people. Whereas I was very
0: assertive Type A people. Yeah,
1: assertive Type is A that, people.
0: I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, assertive Type
1: A people is a better way to say that. So growing up, I was shy and I didn't speak up very often. I couldn't, I couldn't actually speak up for myself until I got into high school. Prior to high school, anytime I tried to speak up for myself, it would get stuck, like, in my I'm throat. I'm getting choked up. Yeah, not I Not because, like, up. I'm like,
2: I need to, I want to cry. No. But, like,
1: I get choked up because,
2: yep, you yeah. continue. Sorry, I just was like, wow, that's the exact same feeling.
1: Yeah, and so for me, what that feels like, like, what the feeling of that is physically, like, in a visual form, is, like, when you're so not emotional at that level and you don't hold on to negative emotions at that level it feels like somebody's constantly towering over you and it's like well i have to feel this way too because that's the only way that i feel protected Mm
2: -hmm. so that
1: was what that was for me Mm. Mm. damn (laughs) yeah Yeah. i said (laughs) "Mm." ooh, that's what that was for me because a lot like my parents didn't have a good relationship growing up so That was the only way I felt I could protect myself was if I joined in with their emotion. Mm. And instead of because you're a child and it's a survival thing, it turned into a personality trait, And it was a habit, I guess, that, that I formed that anytime somebody has a negative emotion, I will cling to that as well. Because as I got older, I was like you. I didn't want to invalidate anybody. I didn't want to be like, oh, well... I didn't want to disagree because that Mm. feeling of being towered over by somebody else's bigger emotion was so terrifying for me Mm. that I couldn't handle saying no or having boundaries. So I'd say in the past few years, I've definitely been able to stand up for myself more. But it's harder because I didn't learn this lesson until I was like 25. And that was last year, right? (laughs) Yeah. So when it comes to now setting boundaries with that, because I know where it stems from, that's what you have to look into. Where does that stem from? Because I, you know, I know, and mm-hmm. I look back into it, and I'm like, okay, well, was I like this as a child? And growing up in elementary school, a lot of my teachers would have conferences with my mom, and they'd be like, wow, she's she's so kind, and she's nice, and blah, 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 but... She's very outspoken when there is an issue going on among the other kids. And that slowly dissipated as I got older because I was more afraid to speak up for myself because the older I got and the more opinions that I had, the bigger that negative emotion came over Mm me. So say like, you know, it's a little bit over you as a child and you're like, I'm doing this for safety. But now you're a full blown teenager with opinions and thoughts and feelings. And that's not okay to have because it challenges your parent. Mm. And then it's, like, getting overtaken by, like, a tsunami of emotions. And that's what it's like. So it's, like, for me, it's, like, a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. So it's exhausting to upkeep. The older I got, the more exhausting it got. Mm -hmm. And I hated it. And now I just am still learning. I'm not going to say that I perfected it. But now it's, like, those are your feelings, and that literally has nothing to do with me. I don't agree with the way that you're representing this topic. Your feelings are yours to have. They're not ours to share. Right. And I even <laughs> Yeah, I, was with,
2: yeah. Yep. I even
1: wrote a list yesterday after we talked about the or two days ago after we talked about the self expression thing. Because I watched this video from is it is his name sad guru? Sad guru.
0: I know a guy you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know how to properly pronounce okay. it Okay, if I'm
1: mispronouncing that, I deeply apologize. Um, I watched a video from him, and he literally was saying, when you get in bed at night, put all of the things aside from you that aren't you. Mm-hmm. Your husband is not you. Anything mm-hmm. that's not physically you is not you. So I was writing a list, and Juan was one of the first people that I put on that list because I was like, well, Juan's not me, mm-hmm. so... I don't have to feel what he feels or think what he thinks. And then I, you know, Jewel is not me. And I went down the list and then I was like, my mom is not me. My Mm -hmm. dad is not me. My brother's not me. My aunts, my uncles, my cousins, none of them are me. So why do I let them influence me? Mm -hmm. Or why do I let their feelings and thoughts dominate mine? Mm -hmm. Mine are just Mm -hmm. as valid even if it disagrees with theirs. Yeah. It's not like I killed my mom's cat. (laughs) so like why are her feelings because they're so big more important than mine Mm -hmm. just because she's feeling rage and i'm feeling melancholy doesn't mean that my emotions are lower than hers yeah they're on they're all emotions are on the same level Mm -hmm. they're just it's a name for a feeling Mm -hmm.
2: Mm. it's a name for a feeling Mm -hmm. yeah that's my personal experience Mm -hmm. that's the
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. but Thank you, Master. Yeah, I'd say for you, since, you know, it's not always my mom. My mm-hmm. mom's just an yeah. example. My dad has plenty of negative emotions and I have a big family. So I'd say look into like your childhood and see where you think that might stem from. Because it could mm-hmm. be somebody that like was present enough to have made that impact on you. It might yeah. not always be your parents.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's that's the part mm-hmm. is trying to like, because I also don't remember a lot of my childhood, so that's also a difficult part trying to like, pick it pick it apart mm-hmm. and figure out where this thing stems from or
1: mm-hmm.
2: where the root of this problem is, because mm-hmm. I moved around a lot as a kid mm-hmm. until I got to the Lemoyne house okay. <laughs> until I got um. Until I got to the Lemoyne house, that was the only that was like the first time we had like anything like steady mm-hmm. and at that point I was in second grade and yeah, I'm still that's still my childhood but like before that, I don't really remember much yeah so it's hard to kind of like what you said like go back and why is this happening? Yeah, I will say so I'd-
0: then can you make? reference points off of, like, what actively happens now that you, like, from wherever your memory is the best, like, mm-hmm. starting, can you still, well, have you ever reference back to those moments? Because it's not like everything happens in your childhood and once you solve that, it's all good. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's been plenty of stuff even as an adult that I've kind of, like, had to, I'm still working through, but... Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever done it before? Like, have you successfully found something? The root of a problem?
2: I don't know.
0: If it's not a yes. Well,
2: like, I, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> if if I it's did not a not. yes, it's a no. If it's not a yes, it's a no. But I, my probably, questions
1: are complicated, I know. I will say that I don't remember a lot of my childhood either, just because of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um. And not growing up in a safe household, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so my memories are really sporadic. What, how I went back into my childhood was looking at patterns of how my parents spoke to me mm-hmm. and how patterns of uh, how people treated me. It's not a specific moment where it was like, and I was seven and my I tripped over a dog It wasn't like that. Like, it's not a specific point in time. It's patterns of things Mm -hmm. that I repeatedly experienced. And that's like, you know. Sometimes even normal things that you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's just my mom. That's just my dad. That's just my brother. Uh. Those normal things, unfortunately, aren't always normal. Mm -hmm. But they have their own traumas. They have their own issues. They Mm -hmm. have their own things that they've repressed. So it's not like, oh... I'm shitting on them. It's just like, this is yes, what I experienced. Yes. yes yeah.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now that I, hmm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <You're> like, well, <laughs> something pops into my head, and I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: when I would like, she grabs the tea, <laughs> my literal tea. <laughs> um, I'm just thirsty. Well, whenever I would get like scolded. As a kid, I would explain myself whether I had an attitude or not. You're a kid. You're going to have an attitude. Um, I would try to explain myself or get defensive because my parents also get defensive. So I got defensive. Um, But they would get more mad that I would do that and try to explain myself and express myself. So I got to the point where I would just say, okay. And that got them mad too. Because they didn't like the way I was saying okay. So I would just say, okay, okay, okay. Like when they would scold me, like, you Mm -hmm. need to do this, the different, you need to do this, you shouldn't have done that thing. And then they'd get mad because I'm only saying okay to what they're saying.
1: Yes, that's a great start. (laughs) That's actually a great start. My mom did that to me, too. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, okay 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 She'd be like what the fuck are you
2: saying okay yeah for? <laughs> yeah yeah like and i'm like what do you want me to say yes ma'am yeah because yeah before like again when i would explain myself they'd be like can you just like listen to what i'm saying and just do it or like say o-? like they would uh-huh. literally tell me to say okay instead of talking back is what they would mm-hmm. call it as every parent does mm-hmm. talking back rather than actually trying to express myself
1: mm-hmm.
2: um So they're like, why can't you just say okay instead of talking back? So I took that literally because I got annoyed and frustrated that I couldn't actually talk to them. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And so I just said okay. And then they would get mad that I said okay because apparently I said it with an attitude or that's all I was saying and I wasn't actually listening. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It was always something Mm -hmm. when they would talk to me. And maybe that was part of the reason... Just in regard to my parents specifically, that I was, like, scared to actually say stuff to them. Like, when they would ask me, like, later in high school or whatever, college even, at first, when they would ask me, like, how's school? I'm like, good. Moving on. I don't even think... Surprise if you guys watch this. I don't think they know that I failed two classes. Because I didn't tell them at the time. Like, I don't care if they know now. I graduated. My degree. Yeah, my degree is at home. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it was hard to tell them about simple, not simple, because failing a class isn't simple, but just things like that. Like, I would just have very short answers. Like, good. Are you doing what you need to be doing? Yep. Like, and again, I'm, I'm referencing just my parents, but this would happen with like whoever I talk to. Mm hmm. Like Any
0: authoritative th- figure,
2: not just authoritative. My friends too. Like again, I would let them rant, vent to me. I would vent every once in a while, but it was just like, yeah, I'm doing okay. No, nah, you out.
0: listen and leave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I fade away. Yeah, I evaporate you're afterwards. Like, so how you, are you? You
0: help them out, and then you're like, all right, guys, I'll see you next time.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it's okay. It was I've, good hanging out. I've done it. Mhm. Yeah. So. It's something I'm getting better at, mm-hmm. hopefully, but it's just, I guess, kind of bringing it full circle with the whole first thing, being lost, I guess that means, like, it's more in reference to my emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I want to be, and I hope to be, like, emotionally intelligent with others and with myself. hmm And I'm not, because I don't understand everything, and I feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. But I don't, and then I get frustrated, but I don't express that
1: mm-hmm.
2: to anyone. So it's just like a back and forth, always, like a rubber band being stretched. So.
0: What are you going to do to start to work on that? I'm not going to ask the end result mm-hmm. on how you're going to fix it. How are you going to start?
2: Mm. I guess because the I, I keep saying that it's not just my parents it's with everyone but that's clearly a big part of it because that's the only thing i've been bringing up um so i guess it's being more vocal i mean our episode the last episode the to you five years Mm
1: -hmm.
2: ago Mm -hmm. ago. um my big thing was speak up that's still the case now Mm -hmm. um you were saying like finding, or Abby was saying like finding a voice. Like it's just little things like that. Like whenever the, the I'll try to express myself the second that I don't want to force mm-hmm. that force that shit out. Mm-hmm. Start with us. Yeah, and that's that's I guess I was getting to, and then I never got to it. Again, I like loved my loved my roommate to death. Love her now. Love her forever and always. But that was like, again, with the whole ranting thing is fine, but I felt like I had to be mad with her when she would like complain about classes or someone in her class because like that's another thing I really want or that I really feel is like I really don't care about what other people do or how they act or judging them because they are just a little bit different. I, I genuinely like live your life. Cool. Cool do you kind of what you said like your feelings your vibe is your vibe Mm -hmm. what you do is what you do Mm -hmm. and so like she would like complain about her classes which valid fine but it would be like this person was annoying me because they were doing this thing and i'm like that's kind of mean but i didn't say that Mm -hmm. i was like hmm yeah I would silently agree. I wouldn't say anything further than that. I wouldn't be like, yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm.
0: Very passive.
2: Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. So like with, again, I keep saying I'm going to, I'm getting to it and I don't, um, but with you guys, because you're so not like that, I, I'm, I feel like being like the more I'm with you guys, like every time, like I would come with over the summer and stay, half the summer 99 mm-hmm. percent of the summer mm-hmm. or during my winter breaks i'd be here for like three weeks out of the five weeks of my winter break mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's because i enjoyed the energy you guys bring and like <laughs> the heart we're crying sobbing <laughs> um shitting and throwing up <laughs> <laughs>
0: dysentery i just
2: saw i just saw this one video <laughs> Answer. um on tiktok where it was like we used to be all like lol and lmao and now we're like shitting and pissing and coming and talking <laughs> oh my
0: god Creaming. <laughs> that's my favorite
2: oh uh, we could get that part out of I'm <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm having heartburn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway um I have internal (laughs) bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But no, like, I I, I genuinely appreciate the energy that you guys bring in, like, your out... In your out view. Outlook. uh, Outlook. Outlook on, like, life and people and emotions and feelings and expressing yourselves. That, like, with you guys, I don't feel like that all the time. Like, yes, sometimes I'm doing... I do just kind of, like sit and observe mm-hmm. and don't say anything, but it's not as aggressive as it is with other people. Mm. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. by that? Yeah. It comes a little easier.
1: Yeah. With
2: you guys. Oh my <laughs> you
0: God, know that's you can, so like, gay. Listen, we <laughs> we try our hardest, obviously, to, like to keep shit between us and not mm-hmm. like,
1: spew it to everybody else spew it to
0: everybody else or argue in front of people like Mm -hmm. that's why we also get to the point of it or like we'll step off to the side and talk it out and we'll be fine Mm
1: -hmm. the one thing though that i can say about like our relationship in general is that like nobody knows a fucking thing mm
2: -hmm. nobody
1: Mm -hmm. knows Mm -hmm. except for what we want them to know Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and i see the pros and cons of that like the pros are that we get held like as like a standard of what a good relationship is. And I appreciate that. It's not necessary, but I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. However, the cons are that people do try to infiltrate us individually because Mm -hmm. as a unit we are so strong. Mm -hmm. And people don't know. (laughs) That
2: was kind of (laughs) heat. That was kind of (laughs) fire.
1: People don't know anything. Like Mm -hmm. there has only been one time where Juan openly complained about me to his family and I was just being extra.
0: Yeah, bro. And that was like six years ago. You were being an asshole that day. (laughs) That was the one day where I was fuming and I was like, wow, she done did it to Mm -hmm. me today.
1: But I've never complained about Juan to my family because I don't want anybody to have anything to say about him Mm. whatsoever. I don't want them to be influenced by a moment of Mm. figuring shit out. And there, you know, that is the con of that is that, you know, because we're so like, this is what you get to see and you don't get to see anything else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For some people, that's an attack. And they're like, oh, your relationship's so perfect. You're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. Well, it,
0: we get treated like we hold ourselves higher than everybody uh. because we block them
1: off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. It's It's just a boundary. Yeah.
0: It's just a boundary.
1: Yeah. And so it's been able to teach, I think, both of us individually in our own lives, with our own families, with our own friends, Mm -hmm. how to set those boundaries for just me Mm -hmm. and for these other people. Yeah. Because me and Juan being a unit isn't my entire existence. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I can't expect our boundaries as a unit to fit my boundaries as an individual. It just doesn't work like Mm -hmm. that. Um, so it is hard to do it for yourself when mm-hmm. you're standing there alone because standing with another person, it's like, oh, well we make a wall, but me by myself, I'm like, I'm a pebble against the ocean. Oh, oh my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, it can be literally as simple as like, Hey, you know what? You guys are making me a little uncomfortable right now. I'm a step away. Mm-hmm. And it's not, again, none of it's taken as an attack. Like sometimes especially in emotionally high states the horse blinders come on and it's like this is what I'm feeling because of this thing happening right Mm -hmm. now so of course we're not looking at how it's affecting other people unless we have the headspace to do so in the moment of feeling that emotion if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like just start with that like recognize the emotion you're like hmm i notice i'm starting to get a little agitated or irritated so we don't ask for an answer again with the explaining yourself because like we used to explain ourselves to each other a lot because it felt like just saying no or Or, standing firm this yeah Yeah. standing firm in that like we felt like it wasn't enough but like that is Mm -hmm. so you're allowed to say that in any other relationship you have, I'm not just saying with us, but mm-hmm. like,
2: but to start ass. with you guys, cause it's you guys. And I yeah. already told you that mm-hmm. I'm that comfortable. Like mm-hmm. earlier, and Abby was be.
0: trying to pry for something out of me. I just had a rough transition, like from work coming home. And like, mm-hmm. I had a long day. I was beat. Nothing was wrong, but she kept asking because like, that's normally what we do. It takes a couple of like asks to yeah. get through, but I'm like, you know what? Just let me go shower.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, okay, okay. Now, based on the cues and, like, how things normally go in a routine, I decompress after work when I take the shower. So once I come back downstairs, I'm good to go. And then I'm so like, to... all right, let's talk now. Mm-hmm. This, this, and this happened. Boom. But I let it go. I don't treat it as the emotion when I felt it
1: mm-hmm.
0: originally. Okay. I'm just, like, recalling it. So uh, now that I've said it,
2: you're I can let it go. saying it to get it out there. Yeah.
0: Like Because when you hold on to it in the emotional sense, then you carry that emotion with you, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, ah, but fuck them, fuck that, fuck this. And that's what makes it harder for you to let go and attach to other people's, because you're like, they felt like this that one time, so I know they're going to do it again.
1: That's me. I'm notorious for that. Mm -hmm. I have like a bad experience, and then I carry that experience on. Mm
2: -hmm. However...
1: I have learned a lot from that. There were a lot of friendships that I let go on Mm -hmm. because of that feeling and being like, yeah, fuck them for that. And then I would be like, well, why am I still friends if they're making me feel this way and I'm holding on to this feeling? And when I see them, I act like nothing's wrong and I just brush it under the rug. And it was
0: because she just wanted to complain.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I did with that, you know, I finally learned this lesson that like, Feel it, let it go. And if I'm not going to let it go, then I have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I finally did something about it at the beginning of this year. I, end, I ended a whole friendship, like a whole mm-hmm. 10-year friendship out of nowhere, probably for this person. They were probably like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. However, it's a long, long-winded explanation, but that's what felt right for me. Mm-hmm. That was the boundary that I needed to set. And they're moving on with their life and they're, you know, um, growing their own family and everything. And I don't feel like I would play a positive influence there. Not that I'm a negative influence. I just don't think I would add any more positivity to that scenario. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I have to end this. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done. I was just going to say, can
0: can you explain how uncomfortable and difficult it was, though?
1: I have never been so uncomfortable with a scenario because the conversation didn't start with me ending the friendship the conversation started with the person telling me that they wanted me to hang out yeah and i I responded with everything. No, thank you. I actually, I don't even want to be friends anymore. And that's like the short version yeah, of it. I yeah, spent, condensed. I wrote a whole paragraph and I was so worried about what they thought. And mm. I'm like, oh, are they going to think I'm a good person? And I wrote this eloquently. No, they're not going to think that. Their feelings are probably going to be hurt. And they're going to be like, wow, this bitch. And mm. they have every right to do that. And I just could not conceptualize that in my brain. Mm. That just would... Was not registering. Mm-hmm. However, I am months out of this. That was like the first thing I did in 2022. Nice. And now that I'm months out of this, I can't tell you how good I feel to have set that boundary and shed some old skin. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I feel a little bit lighter. Not because I have less friends, but because <laughs> 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 I'm lighter because. <sighs> i don't feel lighter because i have less friends Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm act i actually made a decision that was true to who i was and i stood Mm -hmm. up for what i believed in Mm -hmm. and you know like i said it's a it's a deep explanation as to why we're not friends anymore and everything but at the end of the day i did what was best for me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i can only take care of me i can only be Mm -hmm. there for me Mm -hmm. and i am only me Mm -hmm. i'm only this physical body Everything else is out of my control Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the feeling that I have now is like so much growth but now I'm hitting the wall of going inside and figuring out who this person is Mm -hmm. and when you start shedding those layers of habits and things that hold you back from expressing yourself then you're like oh I'm expressing myself well who is this now? And you have to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, who's on the inside? <laughs> Who are you? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard, mm-hmm. but it is so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's relieving. It's so relieving. Oh, my God. Even, like, having that conversation with my mom or my dad being like, hey, bro, like, I know you feel this way about this, but this doesn't have anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. So either talk to somebody else about it or mm-hmm. keep it to yourself. Yeah. Because
0: at the end of the day, we all know that old saying, misery loves company. And that's a lot of the reason why we just spread our emotions around. Because, again, coming from that protection idea from Abby being a kid, like, you want someone to be there with you. So that way, again, going to the wall reference on how (laughs) sturdy we are as a unit, like, of course, you're a lot better. When you have someone else in that emotional Mm -hmm. whirlwind. So the way that we combat it is like, Erp, how does this directly affect me? And one thing that I started with was like, Is this going to matter in the next five minutes? Is this going to matter in the next five hours? The next five days? The next five weeks? And I'm like, alright. So for however long this is going to matter, Cool. Now, five was just a random number, but it's a it's a yeah, good yeah. number yeah, to yeah. start with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, it's easier to kind of do emotional, like, clear-outs. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I don't need to hold on to this any longer. I don't need to carry this with me, blah, blah, blah. So then those boundaries are easier to set up when it comes to those scenarios. But yeah, it's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's a process, it's yeah. It's a long process. It's a process, but it, it's something that is a big hold back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's holding me back. And it'll take little steps. Like, you don't just start out with
1: ending a friendship. That took me... Three days. Three days total was mm-hmm. the entire conversation. The point getting there was, like, four years. Mm-hmm. And that was because... I it was that long. wasted yeah. time. I was passive. I let those things keep happening. I held grudges mm-hmm. instead of just ending it when I knew I should have. So you just start with the little things and you can start with us. Like if if you feel comfortable starting with us, start with us.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it's like if I'm talking about somebody um you can be like, "Hey bud, that's a little bit too negative for me right now. I can't handle this conversation."
2: Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't worry about how it's gonna make us feel. Yeah. That's not your that's problem. That's the hard part. That no, I know. I yeah. trust me,
2: I know. That's gonna be the hardest mm-hmm. part for me, but like mm-hmm. it's something that I wanna do. Yeah.
1: Because even like, you know, we talked about it at the the first thing we talked about with you tonight was um how you were saying that work stress stresses you out. Yeah. We know that. So if we're talking about something negative and you're already dealing with work and you're saying, Hey bud it's too much. I can't. I can't do anything negative right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna know because you already told me, and I should be a, a good friend and try to remember mm-hmm. that you already told me that you were like struggling with work. You know, so that's like that's why it's a good place to practice because we're we're already kind it's of a aware. Safe
2: space. It's Aww. a safe space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or even like with Jewel because she wants to play with you constantly and she is bringing such a positive energy and you might not feel positive to reciprocate mm-hmm. and then you might be like hey bud can you intercept this right now mm-hmm. because i feel overwhelmed because we get overwhelmed with jewel all the time
0: and we try to intercept like regardless because it's like bro you just walked in the door and she's mm-hmm. like, and yeah. like let's
1: play
0: we grab her by the leash like no
2: she does not have a leash i made that clear but yes the <laughs> metaphorical leash but i did <laughs>
1: My mom literally had one for me yep. at was the it, beach. What was the animal? I don't think I had an animal. Aww. I just know it was like a teal, she the teal had the blue OG that's in the bungee
0: ki- harness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh you know the teal blue that's in the kitchen? Yeah. All of the teal blue? Oh. Yep. It was that. That's where it stemmed
2: from. That's where it stemmed from. It's <laughs> so funny. Ooh. But, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on.
0: Back at it with the Miley transitions, but. This conversation has gone very far, mm-hmm. starting with the simple question of "How are you doing?" Because you said you feel like no one asks you. So, not necessarily like we were trying to get an answer,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but how are you feeling after this conversation with all these tidbits of advice and like just things to reflect on?
2: I was about you kind of took the words out of my mouth, Sorry. but I, I fe- no, no, it feels it feels good because now it's something that I can reflect on and like like what you guys were saying, like look back and see where it might have stemmed from and see what I can actively do to start fixing it or expressing myself better
1: mm-hmm.
2: with little things, starting with baby steps because it doesn't happen overnight. Like that I get, mm-hmm. that I get, and I know I'm going to get frustrated when it, it doesn't happen right away because that's also how I am. Um, I, um, But no, it, it definitely feels good because again, we were... I guess that's how it kind of turned into this conversation, but you guys were talking about how far you've come in the podcast and, like, how it's helped so well for you guys, how it helped you guys. Um, And I was like, and I'm excited for it to do the same for me because, Mm -hmm. like, I just – I don't have an – I didn't have an outlet. I felt like I didn't have an outlet. Um, And now this might force me (laughs) to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. Grow and – come into myself more and learn about myself more and shake hands with that person that I am so far away from, that I feel like I'm so far away from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you just got a little bit closer. Yes, ma'am.
0: And on that note, just because this is the last... uh, Week of Mental Health Awareness Month, that doesn't mean that awareness for mental health goes away. Please continue to speak up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. Um, use your resources if you can. Obviously, the, we all have different resources.
2: The conversation doesn't end The conversation here. does mm-hmm. not
0: end here just because we don't specifically center certain episodes around mental health doesn't mean uh, we're done talking about it. So
1: We are all about personal growth. Mm-hmm. That's super important to us, and it has been from the very beginning. And
0: this is all still a learning and a loving process. Mm. But at the end of the day, it is your process, so work on it. Figure it out. Figure yourself out. We love you. We hope you have a great day. Peace, love,
1: and and applesauce. applesauce. Bye. 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 Bye.